0: Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor for over 35 years in Southwest Florida and creator of Basic Essentials Wellness, 6 basic time-tested principles that when applied to your life can result in remarkable changes. Coffee with the Doc is designed to inform you, motivate you, and encourage you along your wellness journey. Health and wellness is a choice. Thanks for joining us today. Here's Dr. Schaefer. Hey welcome to Coffee with a Doc. Well I uh, had a different topic for today but uh, mid-morning this morning I, I decided uh, to change my topic and the question of the day is can we, can you, can I give too much? And here we are around the holidays when a lot of us are shopping and this and that but uh, we're gonna we're gonna reflect on this question really uh, throughout the year? Can we give too much? Can we be too generous? And I hope we maybe come up with a a, a possible answer for this as we head through. But I'm gonna dig into a a couple of biblical principles today on on giving. And the first one comes from Acts uh, chapter 20, verse 35. And it says, in all things I've shown you that by working hard in this way, you must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And I know we have heard that uh, many times. It's more blessed to give than receive. Well, here we are on Christmas. you know, I I like receiving, you know, presents and gifts, you know, at Christmas time. Um, but you know here you know uh, the scripture tells us it's more blessed to give than to receive. I had some great friends uh, of ours one time and they were very generous individuals. Uh, they did well financially. He was a golf pro and they went through about a year and a half of where he wasn't working and they were living off of unemployment. And uh, one particular Christmas a good friend from their church came over and said, "Hey, let's go Christmas shopping for your kids." And uh, our friend uh, said, well, I, I can't really do that this year. We're, we're not, uh, you know, financially able to go out and, and do a lot of Christmas shopping for our kids this year. And she said, I know. I said, let's go and shop for your kids. I'm going to pay for it. And, and our friend, who had always been very generous uh, her whole life, said it was so hard to receive that gift. They were always used to being the givers. And she said it was one of the hardest lessons that, that she ever had to learn. Well, here's another uh, scripture from Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Another way of looking that, whoever brings blessings to someone else will be enriched. Whoever waters someone else indeed gets watered for themselves. So I had a, I had a patient this morning, and uh, he I haven't seen him in a few years. He's a farmer from up in Ohio, and I knew he wasn't really farming anymore, but a lot of these farmers, you know, they they either have their family is now working their farm, and I would just ask him about that, and what was happening on his farm. And he he told me he had a young man who was now farming his farm. He kind of leased the property out to him. And I was curious how that worked. And he told me his arrangement, you know, with this young man and that this, this fellow seemed to be very uh, uh, energetic and, and, and he said just a a good guy. And I really wanted to help him and make sure that he did well. So I tried to make the arrangement in a way that, uh, that this young man could do well in the farming business. And he said, I even bought all of his equipment for him. And I was like, oh my, you know, and I said, well, you know, we just talked a little bit about that. And I don't know what his arrangement was, whether, you know, this young man had to kind of pay him back in in some regard for all of that. But I thought to myself, what a, what a generous individual. He, he cared enough for this person that wasn't part of his family, that he does well in the farming industry, that he tried to make sure that happened and blessing and giving to this person. So I got talking further with him and said, you know, well, you know, what do you do to occupy your time now? And he says, well, I have, I have a kind of a, a bee business. We make some honey and, you know, I have a bunch of hives I take care of. And he went on to tell me about a, a young uh, lady that, that helps him in the bee business who has, um, it was a, a foster child that was adopted by another family and, and uh, she came out of that uh, alcohol syndrome where the, the mother drank when she was pregnant. She had a lot of physical and mental issues. But this young woman of 21 came out and helped with the hives. And, you know, uh, and, and he said, yeah. And he he brought me in uh, uh, right then. He says, hey, I got a couple of things of honey here. And he told me all about his honey. And, you know, basically, and I read the story and I said, oh, so here on the back of the the can of honey was a story about this young lady that helps him, and he goes, "Yeah, I, I sell the honey, but I, I, I give all the profits to her, you know, in her life." And I'm, and so here in, in about five minutes, I just caught the the characterization of this uh, this farmer. That what a generous man, you know, he was with his whole life was just characterized by being generous and giving, and that was boy, where it. it And here we are at this time of year where we're buying all kinds of gifts. And I think, you know, boy, we should just be generous our entire life like this fella. Can we give too much? And that's really the uh, biblical principle and the point. And and here's another uh, scripture, if you will, from 2 Corinthians chapter 9. It says the point of this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And that's what I thought about with this man. He was so excited about helping this 21-year-old girl, helping this guy out in his farming business. It brought him a tremendous amount of joy to help these other individuals. A uh, number of years ago, I, I remember preparing for a luncheon, and I had to do a a bit of a a businessman's, you know, three minute point, uh, you know, about business. And it was a, a Christian business luncheon, and I found this story of a of a Christian businessman. Um, he he owned a factory, and they they made uh, some particular type of product. And one day, one of the managers came in and said, "Hey, you know, we're really concerned about." You know, John over here—he's—he's—he's he's, he's really been kind of messing up in his work, and he's—he's he's not been showing up uh, as consistently as he would in the past. And the owner said, "Well, have you talked to John about this?" And he said, "Yeah, I've talked to him a number of times about him." And the manager kind of was in in the mind and set of mind that you know maybe we should be letting this guy go. So the owner called uh, John into his office and and started uh, talking with him and digging into his life a little bit, and he found out that you know, John's wife had come down with cancer and she'd been in and out of the hospital for about six months. And John had to get a second job, you know, to try to pay for some of the medical costs that uh, they were incurring and and consequently wasn't sleeping a whole lot. And that was the reason for, you know, his jobs kind of slipping here at this particular factory. You know, and and I kind of paused in, in reading this article and I said, hmm, I wonder what I would do in that situation. Would I do like the manager was going to do and just kind of let him go because his quality of his work had had been slipping? But this particular owner, you know, said, "Wow, you know, it was an opportunity to bless someone else." And he ended up. This is a true story. He ended up uh, giving this worker a year off with pay. I said, "Wow!" And then when he spoke to the employees. In the factory, they took up a collection to help pay for the medical expenses of this fella. I said, wow, that is hopefully what we are working towards in our generosity and having a a life of generosity. In Matthew chapter 6, verse uh, 21, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also and i think about some of the the things that i have my treasure in and i struggle with this from time to time certainly investing in other people giving uh to other people and and not expecting anything in return so i'm working on this certainly in uh my own life uh in the book of uh matthew uh jesus starts talking about uh loving your enemies uh you know, where he says, uh, you've heard an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But he talks about if you get slapped, turn the other cheek. Let him slap the other cheek. If someone takes your tunic, let him have your cloak also. If someone makes you walk a mile, walk two with them. And I think about that story with that Christian businessman where, gosh, he could have gone a whole nother route with this employee. But he said, hey, no, we're, we're going to do something that is helpful and generous to you. Uh, and Jesus goes on to tell us not only should we, you know, where we should hate our enemies. He said, no, we should love our enemies and pray for our enemies. So it's a biblical principle. And if you're not necessarily a, a believer in the Bible, there's an awful lot of good principles in there that if we simply uh, help to run our life, uh, we would do a whole lot better. In Luke chapter six it says, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. It will be poured onto your lap. Uh, With the measure that you use, it will be measured to others or to you. So if we are stingy in our measure with other people, it's stingy with us. When we are generous with all that we have for other people, we will receive that generosity back in return in one way or another. So here we are at Christmas time, buying gifts, um, giving. It's been kind of commercialized uh, to an extreme extent where in September we start seeing Christmas stuff showing up in the stores. We kind of lose the real purpose and the meaning to Christmas. Why do we have Christmas? Well John 3:16, that's a familiar verse for many. Uh, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. That was God's gift to us. He first loved us. That is why we love him. So the birth of Christ, that gift that God gave us is the reason for our seasons. The reason we open up our hearts that we give gifts, but it really should be the attitude that we have all year long because he first loved us. So answering that question, I don't know if we really did, but can we give too much? I don't have it down pat, but I know it is truly more blessed to give than receive. I hope all of you have a Merry Christmas, a happy and healthy New Year. We're going to try to help you with that uh, healthy part of it here on Coffee with the Doc. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Doc hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer. To learn more about Dr. Schaefer, go to www.drglenschaefer.com. That's D R G L E N S C H A F F E R.com or call 239-267-3133. You can also visit him at San Carlos Chiropractic. 19150 Acorn Road in Estero, Florida.